friends between and beyond and welcome to another episode of hook cooks tonight in the kitchen of creativity we're proud to announce that all our meals are 100 organic that's right everything we serve comes from an organ which organ well i don't want to spoil the surprise but perhaps my friendly co-hosts can enlighten you my name is dishbot tonight i will be playing the role of jack um i don't really have taste buds so i don't know which organ tastes the best is it tongue that's where the taste buds are. Yeah, yeah. It, it tastes the best, yeah. So I'm going to say tongue. Nice. It's a good choice. Yeah, safe bet. Nicely done. Another lesson learnt on your journey yeah. toward mm-hmm. having a bicentennial man penis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Connor, your larder critter. I've been in the woods. Um, I've been building a lean two. Uh, so for all you suckers still sipping lean one, get on the new flavor. Bra bra. Uh, that's not your best. That's not, not your best. best. All right. Well, yeah, um, that's good. <laughs> that's not what I like. <laughs> See, Jack liked that one. I like the lean one. You like the lean one. See, it's they're not all for you, Mitch. I'm <laughs> there. No, and I, yeah. I appreciate that. I'm excited, as always I am, uh, to dive in and take a pre-prepared prompt from our producer, Vinny, and turn it into a fully produced radio play that we call The Plate Up. Um, If you would like to send a prompt in for us to create something special, uh, shoot that through to cooksofhooks at gmail.com. And if you'd like to contact us via the socials, you can find us at hook underscore cooks. I am blind as always I am to the prompt for this evening. Um, I would love if Mitch, you could reveal the prompt to me. Oh, I can reveal the prompt to you, Connor, Mm. and to our lovely listening audience. The prompt this evening is... <clears throat> ice horn. I ice horn. Ice horn. Ice horn. The well, one word. One word. And what a word. And what a word. Uh, ice horn. Okay. Okay. I, I'm a, fr- a frosty tootin'. We shall go. Um, mm. Please, uh, before we get into the meat and potatoes, the real stuff, give me your best before yesterday's, your first thoughts, your worst thoughts. Uh, Mitch, since you had the honor of revealing the prompt, Jack, would you mind uh, telling me what your best before yesterday's for this prompter? Sure. Icehorn, what vanilla ice calls his dick? Okay. Well, Peter Sumer, <laughs> we're doing well. Uh, that's good. Yeah, we're killing it tonight. <laughs> um, Icehorn ice, ice baby. Horny. Ice ice ho- okay, so you had a. Yeah. I, yeah. That's. I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of ladies would love it when Vanilla Ice would pull out his ice horn. <laughs> his, his ice horn, yeah. <laughs> that's. Um, it's not the love. I mean, we don't know, right? Maybe they hated it. Maybe they hated it, and still do. Mitch, what, yeah, have, you, what have you let's, got? Let's hard veer. Uh, Icehorn, the hot new party game for teens and tweakers. Break off a little shard of crystal, lick one end, and stick it to your nose. Then charge forward like a rhinoceros at your friends. Last person standing is crowned Icehorn. 
That's absolutely unhinged. <laughs> what you've just described to me to is teens and tw- <laughs> what so, teens it's- and kids. Okay, firstly, is the crystal meth? Is this like a drug problem that the kids are doing? It they're doing ice and then it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Okay, it do- I think it matters a teens lot. Teens and kids are taking meth. And there, you can go to the shop and get toys, and it's like grow your own crystal in a little bath. Okay, so make- it's not. Other times, you go to the shops, and a guy out the front in a big, big <laughs> coat will provide you with crystal you don't have to grow. So you know. grow, grow your own crystal, sell it for me. I mean, well, it sounds like the hit of the summer. I'm- I mean, I don't know if you guys ever did this, but when I was my age and younger, also, um, yeah. mm. break off like the thorn from a rose mm-hmm. stem and lick it and then stick it to your nose and then pretend to be a rhinoceros. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. <laughs> Listeners, uh, shout out if you did that. Yeah, Get, go ahead and, 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 and send us a tweet at hook underscore cooks. I can hear a lot of shouting, a actually. Lot of shout- yeah. A lot of people yeah. saying, what? A lot of people shouting. What um, is that? What? I've never heard that. Say it again, because I'm not familiar with it. That's what they're shouting. Uh, well, they can just play it back. I think <laughs> I won't repeat myself. We're on a time frame here. It's, you know? That's so true. We are on a time frame. Well, with that in mind, um, and with that incredible submission uh, based off a, a well-known common memory, uh, mm-hmm. we'll move on to the uh, the um, good stuff, the meat and potatoes, and we'll keep the order going. Jack, you want to hit me with your uh, your real stuff, your good stuff, the, the meat and potatoes there? I sure do. Uh, here we go. Icehorn. The listener and their crew live within a world where seasons transition upon the blowing of magical horns. Unfortunately, the evil mage Frostula has captured the four horns and is using their power to unleash icy monsters upon the land. The listener and their crew must travel to the four seasonal temples, unlock their weather-themed powers, and then take the fight to Frostula to save their realm from an eternity trapped in ice. Nice. It's got you got a bit of frozen energy, which is huge with the kids. Um, yeah. the, this one's for the kids, yeah. obviously. Yeah, that's <laughs> sure. they're still the kids. Absolutely, ki- this is for the kids. Yeah, no, I, I love yeah. the seasonal energy, the idea of having seasonal temples, the idea of doing like like really heavily seasonally themed things is is powerful to me having an Mm. ice villain of any kind is always like peak arch you know you get like a extremely arch like narnia level kind of ice king like like bad guy involved uh it's it's a very cool idea (laughs) mitch what do you got for me Uh, i've got an idea and i am going to read it out now hmm ice horn All you wanted to do was to be a musician, to play the sweet sounds of your cultural heritage on the world stage. But you are cursed. Every time you set your lips to that sweet tuba, a chill wind blows, and if you blow so much as a note, it comes out frosty, painfully cold. You are Icehorn, and your dreams of playing for grand crowds of people at comfortable temperatures will forever remain dreams. 
However, your talents do not go unnoticed, and a shadowy organization recruits you. Their mission, should you choose to accept it, to use your Icehorn powers, as well as several other magically gifted musos, to infiltrate and take down giant record companies. However, as your jobs grow more extreme, you must wonder, is this shadowy cabal merely trying to bring music back into the hands of the creators, as they claim? Or are they just using you to get rid of the competition? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. I, but there's uh, definitely a chill breeze in the air. You're both blowing a very similar tune in terms of the, the, the chilly powers. Um, I really like the idea of getting music involved, um, using the horn as kind of like a, a leaping off point to make a lot of the like um, seasonal uh, selections that we make influenced a little more by, you know, a sunny saxophone or a springtime tuba. Mm. Well, uh, those who know me know I am a sucker for a brass band, so... Um couldn't That's leave true. horn there untouched. <laughs> yeah, man. With, uh, with your love for brass bands trumpeted from the rooftops. Um, normally now I would take my little mixing bowl out and I'd get to work. Uh, but we have a, a special uh, segment that we'll be introducing this episode. Mm. Uh, we have a side salad jack. Let us know uh, what the heck it is. Yeah, so the side salad... Um, I've been talking to my mom. Okay. Um, and you know she's quite concerned with our diets okay, on this little yeah. podcast for ours. You know, we, we eat a lot of meat. A lot of we love potatoes. We eat a lot of thing. A lot of things that are very much out of date. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so true. And so she was keen to maybe introduce a little bit of salad into okay. our diets. Uh, so the way this would work is I have a a, a big wheel here. Uh, I mm -hmm. will spin the wheel. We will uh, okay. receive a prompt from the wheel, and, and we've got to work that into our okay. sort of overall idea in some in some way. Your I'm for air quotes here. Your mother, Jack's mom. Jack's mom. We we can refer to Jack's to her mom, as Jack's mom. Uh, <laughs> has prepared for us yeah. a selection of story bending mm. uh, prompt editions, and we're going to spin a big wheel and yeah. see um, exactly what comes up. I. I'm absolutely thrilled uh, to have this input is electric and I couldn't be more excited to mm. see what we get. Um, no further ado, right? Spin the big wheel. Here we go. Spinning. Ah, here it is. The side salad this week is life on a moon. Life on a moon. Life on a moon. Okay. Okay. It's hard for a seasonally based. Um, you know, it, if they've built a habitable space on the moon, it would have like controllable seasons. Maybe the like the ice horn and stuff is a way of actually mm. controlling like the air conditioning units in this lunar habitat. Well, I mean, it's life on a moon, right? It doesn't necessarily need to be moon based. Maybe frost. Maybe. I don't, I don't know which direction we're going in, right? But maybe there are alien, like moon aliens that come. And they're stealing our seasons. Mm. They're stealing our seasons for themselves because they don't got them up there. They're forming a shadowy cabal you know? of super-powered musicians. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's Spotify. It's run by aliens from the moon. Wait. What? What? No. 
We're not allowed to say that. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm... The regular people yeah, okay. that run Spotify are doing a good job. And human. And yeah. human too. Yeah. I um I really like the idea of like going to the moon to resolve this. I like the idea that aliens are stealing the seasons. Sure. I still kind of want to do the music thing because I really like that mm. it's a horn. Uh, I don't see any reason why they can't have just like a space space music, you know, um, uh, George Lucas's famous interspatial <laughs> jizz. You don't see why there's any reason why you can't have music in space apart from the fact that music cannot exist. Well, I don't vacuum. mean they're playing it in a vacuum. <laughs> they're playing it on their cool spaceships. They're playing it inside yeah. of their cool helmet. How about this? People on the moon have stolen the ice horns and the other musical... Uh, um, seasonal horns mm-hmm. in order to like steal them away from earth and give the moon seasons because it's pretty rough living up there um i i i'm not sure we can get away with stealing all four seasons i i maybe leaning a little bit more mm. on the like frustula angle of it mm. where there are already yeah. normally four of these right and they're normally rotated oh yeah but Frostula stole them all from the other three and has gone to the moon. Well, maybe, and he's now blasting winter from the moon at Earth. Maybe, maybe the what what we could do is sure, that, um, yeah. Because winter sucks, as those of us who are currently living in it can you know know. Winter's not amazing. Mm. Um, maybe you know people decide like, well, this ice horn controls winter. Why don't we just send that? bad boy up to the moon get rid of winter and, yeah, and they fine. put winter on the moon and we totally won't regret that decision as the seasons spiral out of control lo- leading to like you know way too much heat on the earth and then people having to go to the full, full and, environmental and- collapse within like a year yeah, yeah complete yeah, immediate catastrophe <laughs> it's gonna be absolutely fine no, but I kind I kind of like it because you go from the it's like a grim fairy tale setting where you don't actually care about the world you only care about like the kingdom you're in or whatever yeah. right and from their yeah, perspective yeah. they're like winter's the it fucking sucks the man oldest, so man. they shoot the shoot the winter wizard to the Ooh. moon on a cannon or whatever fucking fire him up to <laughs> <Yeah>. the moon <laughs> and he's up there growing bitter and cold mm. and like and just hating everybody or, no, he's having a great time making like ice slides and toboggan rides and stuff on the moon oh so you're you're pitching that like it's a mission to go and get the the snowman back or, or the winter wizard or, or whoever it might be back. yeah the, yeah, the ice horn, uh, and they're like, "Nah, I'm I'm a kicker up here." Actually, like I'm, I'm uh, into that. It's a thought, you know. Yeah, uh, I think the closest we got was the idea that rather than the goal being to try and change some element of the moon seasons or something like that, it rather be like that's where the horns have been taken, so that they're not accessible and like it's not as a way of like terraforming the moon sure. or anything like that it's just like, they've been stolen that's where the bad that's yeah. where the bad person who stole mm-hmm. the horns yeah, lives makes the most right? sense to me frostula is still the one i'm 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 putting as the the bad one sure um how do we work i, I do want to do more of the, the music stuff as well um and, and maybe it's like 
they're not all horns. Like maybe they're they're musical well, instruments. The horn is like such an open thing. Like things. it's just brass, and and yeah. Mitch has like a dozen uh, different horns he can reference. We could do like a like we don't need to at all make it a wizard. It could just be like a jazz musician, right? Yeah. And and it's the yeah, a magical yeah. jazz musician who brings winter, you know. And he's like, mm-hmm. he, nobody listens to jazz anymore, man. And he's like trying to. Yeah. He's angry and he's bitter and he's cold and he's like taking. Feel like it's more like a blues. We could, okay, sure. Kind of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. Because winter, cu- winter. Winter. Because of the blues. Uh, okay, so it's a okay. blues musician. Um, sure. We've got a blues musician who is uh, dooming the world by taking their sweet, sweet bluesy horn um, and, mm-hmm. and taking it home and not letting any other anyone play with it. Maybe they decide, you know, uh, whatever the rescue mission is, um, it's the rest of his band that... You know, because it's obviously yeah. it's easier to train uh, them to be astronauts than it is to train astronauts to talk to another musician. Naturally. You know, like in Armageddon. Naturally. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. Okay. Interesting. So, <clears throat> we have a wayward uh, blues musician uh, who has yeah. finally succumbed to the blues. Uh, and they've taken their yeah. horn that controls winter and they've gone to the moon. Mm. There's so there's a band and this band is in control of changing the seasons. Okay, cool. Right? Each member like they have their own song that they play. So this is a this is a mission to get the band back together. It's a mission to get oh, the band yeah. back together, I think. Yes. And you know, they play like quarterly um concerts each one bringing in the new season each one like focusing on a different member of the, mm-hmm. um but if they don't make the winter transition concert all like the weather is going to get messed up, right? Yeah, they got to They have to do it together yeah. as well, right? They're a band. Like you can't go off solo and change the seasons. Like if it, someone leaves yeah. the band, yeah, I love that. So the 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 winter musician <laughs> goes, goes to, to the moon. The moon. <laughs> it's where there's like you know a, to get away from it. Yeah. Oh, he wants to go and see the the small blue dot while he's playing the blues. Um, maybe you get up there and there's like a, like a, on the dark side of the moon, there's like a, a blues bar. That's like a dive bar for aliens. Maybe, uh, maybe we there is. Fun? Yeah. yeah that's some cool. fun. I like that. Blues they bar only play like, one song. Well, you know, it's. Connor, when you're editing this, put in the little hint of the Cantina Band song. Um, okay, well, um, I really like this. We've got a runaway musician mm-hmm. who refuses to play with mm-hmm. the band. Uh, I like the idea of Winter being in a rut, being blue. Now, yeah. we've kind of set up a situation that I think is like loosely interesting. Um, but outside of the seasons mm-hmm. kind of clicking their fingers and just, just teleporting to the moon... What is Moon, yeah. the story here? It, it can't just be three friends go and find their sad friend at a bar. What if it's like that happened a long time mm. ago, and they had, um, and we're in like it was like it was a fight. Play with right? it, like sort of. Yeah, it was a fight, right? And so winter it has gone. Winter quit the band, like yeah, and the the world sort of fallen apart. Um, and so you 
are in a band, the listener is in a band, right? That people think have what it, what it takes to get the like spirit of weather-based music back and sort of bring life back to, to the world. And so they've got to like travel around to different places to get the seasonal um, instruments the do like summer springs and to the, get um, yeah the seasonal yeah, instruments the, the yeah and the the last place is up on the moon where winter still winter lives winter's the only one that still that. lives and you've actually yeah. as opposed to all yeah. the other bits where you're just getting a and an instrument winter's just, when you go to winter winter's like mm-hmm. an old man you just yeah big long beard yeah. you, you get there and you just follow the sounds of Careless whispers, saxophone solo across the the moon. I thought it was jizz. <laughs> Didn't you so <laughs> insistent that it would be jizz? That it'd be what? Jizz. J- jizz. Jizz. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that the cantina music from Star Wars is it's- called jizz. <laughs> I, I do know that, but I I forgot that we were having the. I didn't think that we were actually decided on a <laughs> bar with aliens. To, to be completely fair, to be completely fair to you, um, it's a little bit unfair of me to just say yeah. the word jizz in a sentence. Yeah, and say, I thought it would know. be jizz as we're talking about like the trip route. And I'm like, what is he playing yeah, on yeah, this yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, ca- I will say, careless whisper is probably like it's. That's slightly. It, I guess that's blues. Is that blues? Yeah. That's like a, I don't know. It's sexy. It's just kind of like the. Yeah, that doesn't feel very sad to me. It feels almost like we'll figure it out. It doesn't matter. He's playing sad music on the on the uh, moon, and the last mm-hmm. challenge is you've got to like convince uh, this this moody blues player mm. to join the band, your new band, or no, or to right? pass on the instrument. To oh, your yeah. new player. Yeah, true. To, true, I like that. And so yeah. the, the the quest so far has been to collect the yeah. three other instruments that are on Earth. Um, Ooh, that's yeah. the sort of ruined Earth. And then it's maybe like, I don't know, you know, because a battle of the bands, a sort of like dramatic convince like Oh <laughs> yeah, you gotta beat the devil. You know, and, and like, um, yeah. yeah, the you know, old old uh Winter is sort of saying like they'll you know they'll ditch you to you know whatever they're bitter about like you know yeah I I like whatever the like final moment to be to be sort of to explain a little bit as to why the band broke as you up. go through your quest as you pick up the um, uh, instruments you would learn about the fight that broke the band up right and then when you collect the mm. third instrument you would learn that the the main ending of the fight was that winter broke the band up and went away. And then you're like, Oh, we got to go find winter who's on the moon. Uh, And then we go to the dark side of the moon, go to a dive bar in the dark side of the moon. Um, jizz. And <laughs> and then we get into kind of like um, a crossroads um, uh, devil went down to Georgia style contest with um, three horns v one ancient horn. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, is it that like or is it m- maybe more of like a 
is there some way where we can get to like the like old man winter explaining why he left i i feel like if we just do a battle of the bands and that just mm. happens and you like get the thing back but there's not a lot of opportunity for like yeah no i i definitely like i want to have that you know especially we're unfolding that mystery as you know the story goes on you, yeah. you definitely want to get that understanding and you know it it has to sort of be meaningful in terms of why the band broke up why they weren't able to patch things together you know and it, it can't just be yeah. because like spring and autumn had an affair and or you know yeah so let's let's focus on that right and then maybe whatever the last thing is sure. will sort of come naturally from from what yeah. we figure out right so so why why did the band break up well i like the idea that everybody hates winter right because that's a yeah it's it's a uh, part of what we've already discussed it's a, a fun theme to flesh mm-hmm. out um i like the idea that at the end and we'll talk about it later but winter is like Nobody appreciates me. Everybody complains about me. I'm a necessary evil. You know, like that yeah. kind of attitude mm. about breaking up with the band is probably what I'd want. I would probably go with like a spring and summer are like loved and adored by the people. And autumn has like a cool mm. kind of fo- hip following. Yeah. Sort of funky yeah. kind of like latte sipping. Yeah. 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 Oh, crunchy. Yeah. yeah. Kind of crunchy, crunchy vibe. A bunch of people in like heavy knit ponchos. Yeah. Uh, but like there are people that like all three of them, but there's very few people that get down with winter. Right. Yeah. yeah the least, least popular, popular of them. And like, even though some people enjoy winter, it's nothing compared to like what, they get in terms of adulation so maybe winter starts saying hey can you like you know kick some of that fame my way can yeah. you like maybe focus more on my concerts i could bring like a cold yeah. sort of element to your thing you know and we maybe like, you know yeah yeah we could work together to make winter beautiful um, I, also, you've got like some elements that you can flesh out there mm. by showing winter that winter is valuable. There are people that love going to the snow. There are people that love building snowmen. There's lots of people that love having a fireside movie uh, on a really rainy day in winter. So there's like things yeah. that people enjoy, you know. Um, and I think it's like yeah, it's sure. it's worth sort of considering that like you know winter can be bitter and like yeah you know, this like. Like there's a justification there, but obviously, you know, winter's sort of gone and gone cold, so to speak, mm-hmm. above yeah. and beyond, you know, what might like what should be reasonable. I think we're just com- completely succumbed to bitterness, right? Like yeah. has has given up yeah. on trying to look at the the silver lining of those winter clouds. Yeah, I think I think that's really good for our purposes, and like you can go deeper into that. Like if you yeah. wanted to flesh this out even more, like think about. Like, what are the dynamics? Like, maybe, like, Summer is, like, the leader of the band or something, and he's, like, sort of a little bit more pig-headed and clashes with Winter yeah. a lot and stuff like that. I also like the idea that, like, part of, you know, I, I do like the, you know, the horn battle um, mm. as a competitive element mm. at the end, but I also think that, like, part of it can be, like, well, have you looked at Earth since you left? Like, like shit's gone bad down that, there, yeah. like, without you, like... 
that's what I wanted mm-hmm. to build to is like, is, is this a moment of like, is winter going to end up being an antagonist or, you know, he's on like the moon, right? Like he's alone. He's completely removed himself from like any sort of adulation that he might yeah. get, which is like the source of his bitterness is that he's not getting enough yeah. attention. He's like complete. He's just like hanging out with aliens yeah, who don't even know what winter who, is. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't know what winter is. Don't know what yeah. music is because of the vacuum of space. They love jizz. <laughs> Come they back love- to that. <laughs> they do love jizz. Um, so, yeah, maybe he's like on reflection up there, sort of comes to realize what he's missing as well, but he's like too proud to oh, go yeah, back. I think, I think it's a conflicted that sort of individual that you come across. Yeah. I think winter is going to be mm. bitter. I think bitterness is yeah. like the, the thing that is clouding their judgment right like you're up there like you said totally isolated totally alone you don't know how bad it's gotten without you you don't realize how many people would kill their grandma to see a snowflake again because it's been 60 years or whatever the hell right it's like total wasteland and everybody would now winter is the thing that people miss the most I like the idea, as you were saying, that like, you know, probably like summer and winter butt heads and maybe like the attempt to rebuild the bridges is just like, you know, these four um, musical gods or whatever they are. Um, but like, you know, the the bitterness just like seeps out. So like any attempt to sort of get the band back together becomes very like guilt ridden and expectation heavy. And it's like, mm. like, you know, they when like it immediately happens they try and bring him back they just end up pushing him further away because like part of it is just the clashing natures of the different yeah it's cl- they right? just like they they don't know how to give space to each other mm. and then they just like clash yeah the clash. music becomes yeah. discordant right they they can't agree on a creative direction yeah. anymore mm. yeah and that that flows through into the music and whatever they make yeah, got to get back on flow and and so do we think in the current day the other three are like dead and gone and it's you know finding their instruments taking that power and then yeah going i think that's that's the most interesting way to do it or they're like holed up in their own place they're they're not yeah i would anymore. say you, you do kind of a they twist might. on all of them one's left alive and that's winter right one yeah. uh can have a grandchild that's a part of the traveling party you know and that's like yep. they go to their family or something to get the first one. And that's the easiest instrument because you're partly entrenched in that. Mm-hmm. And then two, like one that's in a museum or in a place of great adulation. And then one that was like lost on some great adventure. So you've got yeah. like one that was kept yeah. in the family, one that was put in a museum, one that was lost on an adventure and one that's held by the original band member. And then you've got four nice, distinct little adventures that you can go on. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Definitely. Cool. I like that. Yeah, um, I, like that. I think it's time to start thinking about what scene we want to narrow in on. Mm. I mean, right now, the dark side of the moon sees with all of the cool yeah. space music in the background is um, the one that we fleshed out the most, but we've tried to avoid using yeah. the climax in the past. So what do you think? Be that. It could be like a sort of prologue scene of the band breaking up oh that's interesting um we we talked a lot about like the history behind this and and that's sort of been the the focus of what we've done is sort of build that that world out 
so so maybe it's that maybe it's would be nice to be able to touch on like the lore of the band i i don't know if i'd want to do a full-blown prologue scene but i'd want to do a scene that is exploring that like something that has a letter or a flashback or some kind of evidence maybe it's like maybe it's like that into um getting the first thing right like it's band breaking up current environment of the Mm. world start Start of the adventure adventure. i like that as well because you sort of like you set the tone build the world as like we can imagine it without i'd want to get the prologue like i i'd want to like create a bit of artifice to make the prologue and the world building like inside of the scene rather than it being like a prologue and then a scene Mm. yeah i'd prefer if it was like all right everyone like like, what's the like a narrative framing device everyone sit down i'll tell you a story you know that sort of thing Mm. um yeah yeah it's set if we're doing like a family, it's like in the family house and like the grandmother. Oh yeah, you can tell it. You tell it from the summer's perspective, right? Yeah. You tell it from like you tell like a one-sided version of the story that's very summer focused. Old asshole and all that kind of stuff. A lot of that is yeah. written down on the family parchment. Yeah, it yeah. says that dude was a cold yeah, sure. asshole. Cold yeah. asshole loved jizz. <laughs> loved jizz. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah let's do okay, that cool. okay cool we'll do um the summer family dinner where the summer band members set off on an adventure right we haven't done a nice early scene in a while i like it mm-hmm. a nice fresh early scene with the uh the summer family uh is there anything else you want to sort out about this particular story before we head on through to the plate up ah plate them up Let's go! Plates, 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 plates. The sun beats down upon the back of your neck as you make your way home from the well, a jug full of water balanced on your hip. You hop from a tuft of hardy grass to a long dead log, desperately avoiding the scalding hot rock that covers the landscape. It's a long way to the well. You remember one that was closer by when you were younger, but that dried up a few years back and you and your family have had to make the trek ever since. You crest the last hill and the town lies before you, a cluster of sun-bleached buildings clinging desperately to the shade of a rocky outcropping surrounded by nothing but hot dust for miles and miles. You glance up to the sun to tell the time, shielding your eyes with the back of your hand, and with a start you realize that you're late. Better hustle. It's family dinner tonight, and you don't want to be late. You squeeze past old farmer Haystack, pulling forlornly on the lead of his world-weary mule Abner, and you're away before he can shout at you to slow down. You take a shortcut through the center of the town, hopping across the stones and the dried-out riverbed, and scrambling up the bank on the other side. Then, after squeezing through the gap in your back fence, you're home. You drop the drug on the dining room table, shrug your mother off as she tries to wipe some dirt from your face, and take a moment to catch your breath in the cool shade of your living room. Then, you hear the sound you've been looking forward to all day. There's a knock at the door, and you hear your father's voice from the kitchen. Honey, your grandmother is here.
Grandma Summer embraces you, kissing you on both cheeks. My, how you've grown. She smiles, a smile you know well. Sit down, sweet thing. Her voice was comforting, a voice that had counseled you through so many of your trials and tribulations in this arid land. I need to tell you a story, child. The story of the last winter. You see, I used to play with that cat, Old Blue. Your eyes grow wide. Yep, that Old Blue. Winter. We'd been playing smooth jazzy grooves like clockwork for about a thousand, thousand seasons. But all of a sudden, Old Blue starts kicking up a huff. Ain't fair. Everybody loves a spring fling. Everybody falls for autumn. And for summertime, the living's easy. None of you's got the first doggone clue of what it means to be blue. Nonsense, of course. Winter brings rain, brings cold. How could winter expect people to meet the hail and snow with a smile? Kittens fall asleep in sunbeams, not snow drifts. Grandma seems more fiery than usual. Really burns me up! Whole planet has fallen to hell. And for what? A tiff? I tried to reach out, but Winter only told us one thing when they stomped off. I'm leaving. I'm sick of the lot of you. I'm headed where the drinks are cold and the jizz is hot. I spent years chasing the wrong leads. Anyway, I have something for you. Grandma walks into a small closet, then re-emerges with a glorious sousaphone. The enormous marching-style tuber horn shines golden bright, shimmering in the afternoon sun. This is the sousaphone of summer. Our world, it's in turmoil. You must find the others. Spring's saxophone, autumn's trombone, and of course, winter's horn, an icy trumpet. I tell you the sounds that cat used to make. <sighs> the horn. The horn's gonna be a bit of a journey. I'm all out of jazz, you dig? Curtains. Snaps. Next performance is yours, kid. They press the ancient instrument into your trembling hands. You can feel the heat coming off it in waves. A brightness seems to fill you as you hold it aloft. Summer. A song unheard in decades whispers in the back of your mind. You could play it. You know the notes as if you'd written them yourself. Spring's sax still rests under lock and key at the Guggenheim. And Autumn's trombone has been lost for 50 years or more. But the power in your hands, it sings to you. You look at Grandma Summer, who has tears streaming down her face. I can feel it, she whispers. 
her voice breaking slightly. Summer breeze. The air feels more humid, heavier in your chest. Your fingers tighten around the instrument, your instrument now. You feel bolder, brighter. You pull out your phone, dial a number, another, and then a third. Your bandmates clamor on the other end of the group chat, but you are far away, lost in the deep pools of your grandma's eyes. A flash of heat flickers through you, errant and cleansing as a wildfire, and you speak into the phone. Get your asses in the van and get over here. We've got a gig, and this one, for reals this time, we're gonna get paid. Seriously. You share a grin with Grandma Summer. We're gonna make it rain. You glance up at the window, at the moon, distant, blue, cold, alien. Your heart pounds with a burning, sunny resolve as you listen to the whoop and holler of your bandmates through the phone. And make sure you fuel it up full this time. We've got a long way to go. You aren't sure how the clunky old people mover will go getting to the moon, but the instrument in your hands calms you. Anything is possible when set to the right music. I didn't realize they had a van. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems like, you know, you would just take the van to the well. Oh, nah, man. I was sort of descri- describing a like sort of, the cost of fuel these technology days? light. No, 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 no. Technology light world, but now nah, they got like iPhones and like a van. You need to save all of your drinking water for your trip to the Guggenheim. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Guggenheim? It's a Mad Max Guggenheim. Yeah, everyone sure. knows that. Anyway, you can't just get the van out for water. Like, you need a gig, right? <laughs> exactly. You don't have a gig to get <laughs> the, the van, van out. It is very expensive sure. to run. Yeah. I think that's about all the time that we have here in the Hook Cook Kitchen. Uh, if you do have a prompt, a prompt similar to Ice Horn that you would like us to take and turn into something special, go ahead and shoot that through to cooksofhooks at gmail.com. And of course, you can shoot that through to the socials at hook underscore cooks. And uh, if you're enjoying the meals we are preparing and placing on these plates for you, we'd love for you to let us know uh, on those socials or on whatever app you listen to this podcast on. Absolutely. Okay. Well, until next time, I'm Connor, your larder critter. I'm just about playing the role of Jack. I am Mitch, the monster chef. Thank you so much for listening. And a big thank you to Jack's mum for our side salad this evening. Yeah, thanks, mom. Looking after us, watching our weight. Are we happy, boys? Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Where the drinks are cold and the jizz is hot. Oh my god. Good lord.